For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. What's up, Thunder fans? My name is Matty Moles, and you people are listening to Topic Thunder. Why you all in my ear talking a whole bunch of mess? What's up, everybody? Uh, so the Thunder played a basketball game tonight. <laughs> uh, they didn't play one very well. They lost uh, 111 to 85 on the road against the Indiana Pacers, um, playing without uh, Turner, without Oladipo. But they had somebody on their roster who is just dying to get on the Mount Rushmore of Thunder Killers. I'm talking about TJ Warren. He was an absolute monster tonight, and I mean, honestly, it's what we've come to expect from teams playing the Thunder, right? There's always that one guy who just goes absolutely bonkers against us, and um, tonight it just happened to be TJ Warren. It also happened to be uh, Doma Sabonis, Um and Brogdon also chipped in a, a solid game, filling out the stat sheet. So there are a lot of guys who did work against the Thunder, and most of the starters were out of the game uh, for both sides midway through the fourth quarter. Ugh, there wasn't a whole lot of goodness to take out of this one, honestly, except for the fact that some of our younger guys got plenty of burn. Um, one of the members of the unit... Uh, Abdel Nader got a lot of a lot of play, so I know that uh, Prime Nader <laughs> is gonna love that. Um, there, there are plenty of things to to take out of there, good and bad that Nader did. But um, we'll touch on all that stuff here in just a minute. But first, you need to hook up the TiVo. You don't have to explain to me why you need TiVo. Again, we have uh, just some quick hits, some notes, some things that I noticed throughout the game. We'll start in quarter number one. Indiana just attacked the paint early and often. Sabonis got in there and attacked uh, Steven Adams right away, both with his right and left hand. Um, And Indiana got tons and tons of second chance points in the first quarter. The Pacers had uh, four offensive rebounds 
compared to 11 defensive rebounds. Um, I counted three opportunities where they were able to get those offensive rebounds and get additional points. Um, DJ Warren hit mid-range after mid-range shot. Chris Paul was pretty assertive early on, at least handling the ball. He wasn't trying to shoot it a lot, but he was trying to get inside the defense. A couple of plays that were really nice where he got some bonus in the blender. Um, one where he shot a mid-range, the other where he hit a cutting Steven Adams who slammed it home. Um, Hamadou Diallo got the start tonight because Terrence Ferguson is out with personal reasons. We were all kind of hoping that Hami would just take that role and run with it. However, playing with the ones is a lot different than playing with the twos. And um, Hami's usage was way down and he got in foul trouble early. So before we crown Hamadou Diallo as a starter henceforth, um, just got to understand that it's going to be a little different for him being in the starting lineup versus what his production looks like when he's just being a spark off the bench and going against uh, second um, string guys. So um, two quick fouls within like the first six minutes and then Hami had to go take a seat and we saw Dennis Schroeder a little earlier than we would have hoped. Um, Yep, and so we also saw Abdel Nader and Deontay Burton both in the first quarter. Under normal circumstances, we might see Nader. We wouldn't really see Burton. Uh, Those guys wouldn't really see the floor at all. But here we are. Um, The Thunder were trailing the Indiana Pacers 31-25 at the end of one. TJ Warren had eight points. Uh, Brogdon had nine points. So those guys going to work early. Um, And yeah. The Thunder at the end of one had zero three-pointers made, one offensive rebound compared to, like I said, four from Indiana, and nine defensive rebounds. Um, It was just really, really ugly for the Thunder early on. They shot 45% from the field uh, in the first quarter, which was better than Indiana, shooting 42%. But Indiana made 11 baskets compared to the Thunder's nine. And again, that was because of second chance points. Moving to quarter number two. Let's see, what did my notes say? Oh, OKC can't score to save their lives. Nope, they absolutely couldn't. And uh, if you were following me during the game, the Thunder had their worst quarter of basketball since game five, the first quarter against the Portland Trailblazers where they scored 15 points. In this quarter, uh, they scored 17. So, woohoo, Go Thunder. Um, ESPN's game tracker was off a little bit, but uh, 5 of 17 from the field. No, really, 4 of 17 from the field. 1 of 5 from 3, and 6 of 6 from the free throw line in the second quarter for the Thunder. Absolutely horrific. We only had one three-pointer made in the first half, and that was Shea Gilgis-Alexander with a 28-footer with 47 seconds to go in the first half. Not good, ladies and gentlemen. Not good at all. The Thunder were 1 for 10 from 3 at the end of the first half. That's 10%. (laughs) That's 10%. We had one stinking three-pointer in the first half. 
compared to, uh, well, only two for the Pacers, but that would change soon. So be ready for the third quarter. Um, yep, the Thunder trail by a uh, whole 10 points going into half. Um, not really a whole lot to talk about. In the second quarter, uh, Dennis Schroeder was seriously a ball hog. The, the Thunder had no ball movement really to speak of in this one. Lots of guys playing iso ball. It, it was just ugly. Nerland's Noel came in, however, and provided a spark off the bench. Uh, he had multiple blocks and steals in the quarter. Um, and he was really the only reason why OKC wasn't uh, getting completely decimated before halftime. Okay, moving to the second half. OKC missing wide open three-pointers. Chris Paul missed an open three. Danilo Gallinari missed an open three. Everybody misses an open three. Yeah, fun. Fun stuff to watch. (laughs) You know when Danilo Gallinari is just bricking threes that are wide open. These aren't contested threes, by the way. These are wide open threes. Um, Pretty ugly night. Domus, again, attacking Steven Adams. Warren hitting everything. He started five of five in the second half and two for two from three-point land. Uh, Burton is confident. He came in uh, for Amadou Diallo in foul trouble early, and he also got some run early on in the third quarter. He's confident, but he's way off. He had two really bad bricks, and uh, a lot of garbage time for him made his stat line look look decent. But uh, it was he was rusty, that's for sure. Uh, Sabonis... Had to have had to have had about 1,426 rebounds off of his own misses that he was also able to put back. Um, he just loaded the stat sheet on offensive rebounds in this game. Uh, Holiday, the younger brother of Drew Holiday, hit a three. Great ball movement by Indiana. That seemed to be uh, at that point where it looked like it was going to just run away uh, for Indiana here. TJ McConnell, if you've watched him play at all, you know he's really a pesky player. He He's like a J.J. Barea, if you will, a little bit taller J.J. Barea. Um, he was bodying up Danilo Gallinari, and Gallinari wasn't able to establish a dribble around him, and he wasn't unwilling to just rise up and shoot over the top of him. So... Uh, TJ McConnell being pesky, bodied up Danilo, got a steal against Dennis, and then uh, taking it down in the fast break, just flung it across the court to a cutting Brogdon. Um, And after that, it put Indiana up by 26. There was a goaltend against um, Nerland's Noel that really shouldn't have been a goaltend. Billy Donovan didn't challenge it. But whatever, we move to quarter number four. Burton was doing his best in a Schroeder impersonation as he was only looking for his own shot. The ball was sticking hard for him. Uh, No ball movement again. Uh, Multiple misses at the rim. Burton missed at the rim multiple times. Abdel Nader 
was able to do sidesteps and get to the rim and miss. Chris Paul had some misses. Amadou Diallo had a couple of misses. Lots of easy bunnies. Uh, Nerlens Noel as well. Lots of easy bunnies for the Thunder. Uh, should have been should have been easy easy makes and it didn't happen. Uh, Shea Gillis Alexander. We know that he's really smooth and he's been able to finish exceptionally well around the rim. That didn't happen tonight. He didn't really get any superstar calls either, which we've discussed ad nauseum as of late. Um, Noel was called for his second goaltend. Uh, yeah, the ball barely even reached the rim before Noel uh, knocked it out of the air. Billy Donovan actually did challenge that, and he won it. It was pretty convincing, pretty easy. Um, so that was two points off for Indiana. We got the ball and went right down, and Dennis Schroeder hit a three. So yay, five-point swing, cut it back down to 26. Dennis hit a contested two, down to 24. Devin Hall came in the game, and then a lot of garbage time makes by, uh, by Deontay Burton and the like. So overall, the Oklahoma City Thunder, 85. The Indiana Pacers, 111 in what was an absolute butt-kicking, essentially from start to finish. Not helped by a 17-point second quarter and then losing the third quarter by 14 points. So, very ugly game to start this road trip for the Thunder. Some player stats that I will get into. So, TJ Warren, like I said, 23 points on 10 of 14 shooting. Brogdon, 20 points on 8 of 16 shooting. Holiday, 17 points on 6 of 10 shooting. And Thunder Legend, Damana Sabonis, 18 points on 9 of 19 field goals, 7 offensive rebounds. (coughs) That's right, 7 offensive rebounds. Uh, 9 defensive rebounds, that's 16 total. 2 steal or 2 assists and a block. Filled the stat sheet, he was a plus 27 for the Pacers. Revenge game narrative, maybe? I don't know, but he was very aggressive. Moving on to the Thunder. Not a whole lot of uh, guys I could talk about um, for the Thunder. Uh, Devin Hall was the only player for the Thunder who had a plus-minus on the good side tonight. That lets you know exactly how ugly it was for everyone involved. Um, I will say... Hamadou Diallo was not the player of the game. He had two points on one of four shooting. 0 for 1 from 3. Shea Gillis-Alexander, also not the player of the game. 11 points, 6 rebounds, 4 turnovers, 3 of 11 shooting, 1 for 3 from 3-point land. Um, Steven Adams, 10 points, 5 boards. Chris Paul, 7 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds. 3 steals, maybe is the player of the game. Um, Norman's Noel, two points in 21 minutes. Uh, Mr. Sex Panther himself was 0 for 1 from 3, 1 for 2 from free throw. Not a player of the game worthy for him. Dennis Schroeder, nine points on 10 shots. Not going to get it done either. Uh, Deontay Burton, 13 points in 18 minutes, 5 of 12 shooting, 3 of 6 from 3-point land. He was 3 of 6 from 3. The rest of the Thunder team alone was 3 of 19 from three-point land. So not a very good night there. But I got to leave it to our 
last but not least, player of the game. And the player of the game is... Danilo Gallinari. The rooster himself. He was 8 of 8 from free throw, 3 of 8 from the field. He wasn't hyper-aggressive in creating his own shot, but he was efficient. He was really the only real efficient player for the Thunder uh, shooting the basketball tonight. He had 14 points. He was a plus-minus of negative 17, which wasn't good, but he did get a steal. He had four rebounds. He was pretty involved, and he was actually, um, although he had zero assists to show for it, there were a lot of misses that could have been made. He could have filled the stat sheet a little bit more. Danilo Gallinari, you are our player of the game almost by default. What does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get I a know. bonus? I'll <laughs> be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. What is next for the Thunder? Well, on the 15th, which is Friday if I'm not mistaken, Friday. Uh, We are back home against the 76ers. That should be a chance for us to get some rest, even because I guess, you know, the whole fourth quarter for our starters resting might not have been enough time. Um, So after playing our third game in four nights, we are going three, where we don't have a game for the next two nights, and then we play at home against the Sixers. And then we start our road trip out west uh, starting next week. For the standings, we are two and a half games behind the Minnesota Timberwolves for the eighth seed in the west. But we're also two games ahead of the Golden State Warriors for the last place in the west. So not great. It is great. Depends on which way you look at it. I don't know how to feel. Tell me how to feel. Uh, the Thunder are currently four and three at home and zero and four on the road. Our road trip is going to be at the Clippers at the Lakers. Then we get the Lakers at home and then we're back at Golden State and at Portland. You would like to think that we're going to win one of our next four games on the road and most likely know which game I'm talking about, but it's not looking great for the Thunder for the what seems to be the rest of the month, and then we finish the month out at home against the Pelicans. So really difficult stretch of games ahead of us, and then we are going to be knocking on that December 15th deadline where anything can happen. Most of the league will be unfrozen at that point because they predominantly all signed their contracts in the off season, And so there was a freeze until mid-December. Who knows what we look like after that road stretch is done. Um, we are currently four and seven, so that's three games under 500. And you have to think that we're probably not going to be back up around a game or two within 500 for a while. Oy, that's okay. This is a young team. This is part of a rebuild. For those of you that don't quite understand, 
nights like tonight are going to be more and more prevalent, especially if we trade Danilo Gallinari, especially if we trade Chris Paul and Dennis Schroeder. It's going to be a lot of ugly basketball. It's going to be a lot of butt kickings that we're going to have to endure. Be ready for that and be willing to support the guys anyway because we have a lot of young pieces to be excited about. Shagels Alexander, future all-star. We got Baisley, who is getting more and more confident, more and more assertive. Burton, we don't know exactly what we have in him. We have a confident, uh, assertive basketball player off the bench. Who knows what our team really is going to look like in the future and what that young talent is going to develop into. I'm really excited to watch the trajectory, though, of all those young guys. So stick around with us. Tonight was ugly. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was. It wasn't fun. Um, And there's probably going to be a lot more coming. That's all right. Things aren't all bad in Thunderland. It's going to be okay. Well, on the behalf of all of my boys here at OKC Topic Thunder, uh, you can find all of our stuff on Stitcher, Spotify, BigHeadsMedia.com. We have plenty of stuff, plenty of goodies in our merch store. So take a gander there. The holidays are right around the corner. So buy your loved one an SGA shirt. Uh, It will definitely go over well. Plenty of goodies to stock your stuffing with, that's for sure. Um, Again, thanks for listening. And as always, thunder up. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money.